It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastamans, and this is our weekly look at the Detroit Tigers with Jason Beck. Beck, uh, Tigers have no shortage of notable names on their injury report these days, but a very notable name came out of Monday's game. Miguel Cabrera left with a bicep strain. In the immediate aftermath, it did not sound serious, but what can you tell us about this injury? Well, they they were very much downplaying it. We didn't get a chance to talk to Cabrera after the game, but from what Brad Osmus was saying, it was basically just, you know, kind of had a a minor run-in with Chester Cuthbert on a wide throw and kind of took him into the runner. Didn't do severe damage or anything like that, but he tried to play through it, felt uh, some restriction as he was trying to swing in the fourth inning and decided that uh, that was it. And as a precaution, exit the game and, and get that arm wrapped. Well, of course, it's, you know, losing Miggy for any prolonged period would be a, a major blow, but uh, Tigers have had no shortage of blows on this front, and they keep winning ball games. but the rotation, of course, has really been ravaged by injuries uh, with Jordan Zimmerman and Mike Pelfrey currently on the shelf, but Matt Boyd uh, really stepped up seven strong innings against the Rangers on Saturday night. And as you point out, Beck, that was at a ballpark where he got rocked at the end of the 2015 season and promised he was, at that point, quote, only a fraction of the pitcher he'd be in 16. Certainly lived up to that statement against Texas. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten to the point with Michael Fulmer where you almost expect the outings that he's putting up, although, granted, a complete game shutout, that's beyond even the expectations he's assembled this summer. But what Matt Boyd's quietly done over the last month to six weeks I mean, it's been an amazing transformation. I think it's 4-0 with a 2.16 ERA over his last six starts with a relief appearance mixed in there for an inning. It's, I mean, this is a guy who went into the season with the question of, you know, could he stick in the major leagues? Would he, was he better fit as a reliever? Is it, could he hang on and be a back-end starter? And right now, he's helping keep this rotation afloat. It's really been impressive, the progress he's made, and really with different styles of pitching. The way he got Texas out was vastly different than the way he's pitched a lot of other outings this summer. Well, that makes you feel good about the sustainability of the effort then when, uh, when he does have that variety. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I mean, he'll have some good tests coming up here next couple turns at least, but, you know, puts them in a, a situation where, you know, once you can get Mike Pelfrey and or Jordan Zimmerman back, you know, they've got some depth to uh, to select from, and they can get creative to try to get Michael Fulmer some, some extra rest and watch his innings down the stretch. Yeah, that's, of course, uh, still a talking point here, Beck, and will continue to be a talking point in the coming weeks. Uh, we spoke about it a bit last week, about how the Tigers feel they can avoid a, uh, an outright shutdown with, with Fulmer. But 
uh, Offsmith has certainly made it clear in recent days that the Tigers do have to tweak his schedule on account of him basically basically doing his job and pitching deep in the ball game. Uh, what do you think the immediate future holds in, in that regard? Well, he'll start Friday against Boston, which is an ironic situation matching up against the team being run by the guy whose last trade was to acquire him and, and bring to yeah. Detroit. Uh, after that, they've got an off day next Monday, and I would expect they use that to push him back. I think they can push him back at least two days without needing a, an extra starter. And, you know, maybe if you can get Pelfrey back with one rehab start, maybe there's a chance you can slot him in and, and skip Fulmer for a turn altogether. But, yeah, that, it's those off days and pushing him back, it sounds like it's going to be the you know, option one as far as the Tigers go with, with giving Fulmer some extra rest. And if you can save him a start in the end that way, you know, that that's seven innings or so. But you, you see, especially Sunday was, was a really good example of what they were talking about when, you know, Brad Austin says, don't just look at the innings, look, look at the pitch counts. Because he went into the ninth inning with, like, 94 pitches. So those first eight innings were different than – the normal workload you would expect for eight innings out of a rookie. And, and very few of those first 94 pitches were thrown in high-stress situations. So, you know, what initially sounded a lot like fuzzy math, I, I think there's really a point to it, the way he's been pitching lately. Hey, Beck, you mentioned uh, Red Sox now being run by Dave Dombrowski. Some Boston people were calling shenanigans on this uh, schedule with the day game uh, to start the series on Thursday. But, uh, I mean, you look at the Tigers' schedule, and, and Thursday day games are the norm. Right. It, it, it's kind of ironic because this is something that the Tigers put together while Dave Dombrowski was in charge. And they've had other teams complain about it in the past. I, th- I think the, the Angels had an objection a couple of years ago. Texas has had to do it, I think, and wasn't happy about it. There's at least one other team I'm forgetting there. So it, it's not like this – suddenly snuck up on anybody i think it's and if it was any team other in boston i wonder you know how much attention we paid to it i think the other thing and a lot of people have overlooked this the lions play across the street at like 6 30 so yeah. yeah it's a preseason game but they're still expecting you know a pretty decent crowd for at least the first couple of quarters and i think you've been around when they've had the lions and the tigers with home games on the oh, same yeah. day and it's absolute traffic chaos. And besides that, they share parking structures a lot of times to the point where I, I think even if the Tigers wanted to move it back to like an evening start and have them start at the same time, just the crush on parking combined with the uh, weekday, you know, workday crowd, I just don't know where they have the parking to do it. Uh-huh. Well, not, and, and, and unlike a lot of other cities, say like Philly, uh, you know, Kansas City, there's not an abundance of parking spaces, and it's not a city with an abundance of public transportation to, to shuttle right. guys back and forth uh, to and from the game. Yeah, I've, I've certainly been caught in that crush. Uh, the, the football and, and baseball crowds merging. It's it's something to behold. But yeah, not like the Boston media to stir up controversy. That's a rare. That's a lot of character. Um, all right, elsewhere on the injury front, uh, Tigers lose Jose Iglesias to a hamstring injury. 
and made what Oshmas called, quote, a no-brainer move to promote Dixon Machado. And having seen him in an extended stretch uh, last season, what does Machado bring to the ball club? Defensively, it's not much of a drop-off, if at all. I think there's actually some things. Going into spring training, I felt like there were some things that Machado could do range-wise, especially going up the middle, that Iglesias had yet to show on a consistent basis. Now, he doesn't have the, the flair. He can't make those, those throws with the flick of the wrist. But in terms of covering ground, he's a very good shortstop. Uh, I, I think where the biggest drop-off is is with the bat. You can kind of see there, there's not a ton of punch there at the major league level. He's going to have to fight his way to get on base. You're not going to get a whole lot of extra base threats there, at least not early on. Uh, at this stage of the season, I, I would imagine, too, given how many games he played out of AAA Toledo. But it's from a defensive standpoint, at least, he should he should be able to hold his, no, his own, if not a little bit better than that. All right, there you have it. The latest word from Jason Beck on the Tigers. And we'll continue to check in with him each week as the playoff race continues. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.